Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us so early during the reInvent 2018. I know it's a Monday. Some of you may have traveled a long distance right after Thanksgiving. So I highly appreciate you spending your, your time with us for the, for the next hour or so. Uh, my name is Jia Wei. I'm the global account managers for um, uh, I'm the general manager for global accounts for AWS China team. And to, to get, uh, today, alongside with my colleague Dai Wen, we'll share with you what we are up to in the, in, the, in the China regions. So before we get started, let me make sure this clicker is working. All right. OK, as we are resolving the screen display uh, situations, can I get a show of hands? How many of you in the audience today already have an AWS China account? OK, that's uh, about 20% of you. Thank you very much. Now, how, we, how many of you in the audience today don't have an AWS China account, but are thinking of getting one? Now, for the rest of you that did not put up your hand, are you sure in the, you are in the right sessions? <laughs> All right. Regardless, I hope you'll find the session today to be, to be really helpful. So even, though, even if you're not considering China regions um, today, I hope by the end of the sessions, you'll find the session to be helpful enough that you may want to think about using China to serve your users in that region. OK, so um, you would have seen the agenda um, if the slide is displaying. So we have a couple of things lining up um, for you today. A, I'll give you a context of what we are up to in China thus far, the region, the services that we have. I'll give you um, context about some, some of the new programs that we, we are launching or we have already launched within China, show you some examples of the customers that are already using us inside China and from the China um, regions. And my colleague, Dai Wen, would share with you some of the best practice that we regularly get asked around how do you run an applications within China or migrate applications that you have done internationally into, um, into China. OK. So as a quick show of hands, quiz, how many regions do you know we have currently inside China? Sounds good. You guys really got the first part right. Okay. Sorry about this. The good news is um, running in China regions will be a lot simpler than setting up the presentations. All right. Here we go. Thank you. So things always works at the end. All right, so this is, a, this is an eye chart, right? You will basically see that we have actually launched two regions within, uh, within China. For those of you that have attended earlier sessions, um, during the event where we talk about China regions, you'll realize that we have launched the first region in China back in 2014. That was more than four years ago. And I'm very pleased to announce that we have also launched our second region within China in the central part of China called Ningxia. And that makes China the first country outside of the United States to have more than one region with multiple availability zones. Let's just give you a context of how important we think of China is to our, to our business. And right now in China, we have two regions. In Beijing, we have two availability zones. And in Ningxia, we have three. So that makes China to have two regions and five availability zones within the country. That gives you the ability to set up 
cross, uh, cross zones replications to set up cross regions failover if you would like to, and make your applications a lot more redundant and available. Right? And of course, the infrastructures within China are designed to the same specifications and high availability that you expected out of AWS. Now, you may know that in China, there is a different regulations, regulatory frameworks relating operating um, a cloud environment. And they have a different tax and accounting um, regime as well. So we have selected two partners to, to, to help us deliver the service within China. Um, they are namely Sinet and NWCD. They are operating Beijing regions and Ningxia region, respectively. Right? So you find that while they are operating the infrastructure for us, you are using the same and familiar um, technologies provided by AWS. We are the technology providers whereby they're providing the local um, tax invoicing infrastructure support inside the country. When you take a look at the console, you'll find that you get a very familiar user interface that you have come to know, come to know as for. Right? This is the screenshot out of the AWS China console. Within the AWS China console, you have the ability to control both regions right within the same console. All of the core services has already launched inside China, and you can operate it using the same user in interface, a very consistent set of API codes. We, we want to highlight that that really helps you in ensuring that as you are planning your applications, both for international markets as well as for within China, you have a very set of codes that you can work with, and that really expedite your launch within both markets. We have also been innovating at a pretty rapid um, clip in 2018, in the last 12 months. We have launched many services inside China. If you take a look at migration kind of services, we have now have Snowball. We have server migration services, database migration services that help our customers move terabytes of data from their on-premise data centers to AWS. We have also launched Amazon Aurora since we launched the third AZs within our Ningxia region. You may know Aurora is one of our fastest growing services and really give a customers that requires a additional performance from their SQL database a great alternative from the commercial ones. We also have launched many AI-related services within China. Right? You can use the deep learning um, AMI. You can use our P3 instances. We have also launched Amazon Poly that speak in Chinese languages so that our customers can build applications targeted at China users. So the list goes on. We have um, CI, CD sort of services, you have container-based services, um, et cetera. And we expect the pace of innovation to continue to even step up in the next, uh, next few months as we further expand our offering within China regions. Now, as we talk about China regions, many of our customers have told us in the past, it is not always easy to find information relating to China. Right? We do have a China um, website in the past with some contact information that customers can find, but it's not that easy. We have heard your feedback. Now, effective today, you could actually access the um, URL at the bottom of this page to have a one-stop page whereby you can find all the information relating to questions you may have on China regions. How do you request for an account? What sort of services are available? What are the frequently asked questions that you have on China? Now today, the service, we have launched the ability for you to request for account right from this page. Come early December, we'll be added a bunch of new, new pages to answer the rest of the questions that you constantly ask us about uh, relating to China. You can even drop us a note and ask us the questions whereby we'll have a team responding back to you in email um, based on the question that you ask us. Okay? 
So that's Amazon Gateway to China, a new portal that we have launched in order to support our international customers that want to know more about China. Now, as we talk about AWS China account registrations, I thought it may be helpful to highlight that AWS China stack are kept separated from your AWS global um, account stacks. So you will not see it within your global console today. It is done for specific reasons. It's done to help us maintain and meet the regulatory requirements inside China. Having said that, like I mentioned earlier, once you get access to the China console, you will see both regions within China. Now, in order for us to uh, provision an account for you within China, you do have to highlight, you do have to show it to us that you have a business entity within China. That's a regulatory requirement. Now, to help us get the proof of your legal entity, all, you, all that you need to do is to show us usually a scanned copy of your business license, um, give us an email address that you would like to use to open an account, as well as providing a local contact person for us. This is actually quite important information because in, in case of any um, requirements, it really facilitates us contacting your local team to provide a, a quicker support and response time. Right? So with that, an account can be provisioned to you. You can start using the, the, the service within China. The other question I tend to get a lot out of China is relating this process called ICP filing. If you have never done um, um, hosting within China before, you may not be familiar with this term. ICP stands for Internet Content Provider. As simple as providing a public-facing website in China, you actually have to go through a process called ICP filing. And that has to, ha that has to happen regardless of which um, infrastructure providers you are choosing in the, within China. It sounds daunting initially, but the good news is our partners are there to help. We have partners such as NWCD as well as Signet that provide service um, free of charge while they help our customers apply the ICP filing on your behalf through the ministry of um, MMIT over there. The typical time frame is 20 days. That is very consistent to the committed time frame that um, MIT has committed to all the vendors. Now, if you are a startup, you may already be familiar with the Activate program that we have. Right? So Activate program is a program that we provide targeted at startups that um, give you credit support regardless whether you're using China regions or using international regions. So one of the programs related to Activate that is getting, getting popularity is um, it's called AdStart. AdStart is a popular program within the States targeted at startups focusing on educational technology for um, education sectors, if you will. So if you are edutech startup and want to gain access to China, we want to hear from you. We have a series of programs and helps and seminars in place to help guide you along in targeting the pretty sizable education market and growing market within, within China. Of course, it comes with credit support. It also comes along with many of the um, technical assistance, connecting with our, with our education customers and et cetera, that we could offer you as you expand your service offerings, as you expand your business within China. But what if you are a startup, but you don't really have a lot of ideas how to really get um, into the country, or you, don't, you may not even have a business entity? This is where our Joint Innovation Center um, come in handy. AWS Joint Innovation Center, which we, we call in JIC, are collaborations that we have done with many local city governments in opening up incubation centers to help our startups. We have worked with Shanghai government, Qingdao, Xi'an, Nanjing, 
to, uh, to create a space for our customers whereby they can set up their team, they can set up their office. We provide financial assistance, we provide tech consultancy, we provide a central place whereby our customers can seek for government resources and help, all from one same location. Right, so if you are interested in knowing more about these AWS GIC uh, programs, please feel free to drop by our China booth at AWS Village, where we have a team over there that could explain, if you're interested in this program, how do you get started? So this is a very innovative um, um, engagement that we have, collaborating with um, local governments, which also like to encourage innovations. Now, we talk a lot about the services that we have already added, as well as the programs that we have launched this year. So who are some of the customers running on AWS China today? You'll find that we are serving heaps of um, customers from small scale, from startups to enterprises. You see the, 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 the list is an eye chart over here, but it comes with many reputable startups such as Musical.ly, such as um, Elan Networks, such as um, VIP Kids, which is a unicorn within, within China. Elan Networks is an IoT provider that operates both inside international market as well as within, within um, China. And they, launch, and they run their entire stacks on um, AWS regions, both internationally as well as in China too. We also serve many traditional enterprises. You see from this list, we have customers ranging from TCL, Hisense, to Philips, Thermo Fisher, right? Serving healthcare markets. And many of them are international customers like yourself too, whereby they have an applications they really want to use, migrate into China to serve the local um, users better, both in terms of performance considerations or data residency considerations. An AWS platform within China that operates in a very consistent manner offers them a great choice when they come into China. Out of that traditional enterprise too, you find that we have many of those um, state-owned enterprises using us today as well, including um, organizations such as Oriental Pearl, which is a TV station um, out of Shanghai um, regions, as well as Hainan Airlines, which is um, a state-owned enterprise. We also have um, universities or hospitals such as Huashan Hospital that runs some workloads on AWS regions. So, with so many customers um, ranging for startup and enterprises, do we have a sufficient ecosystem in place to support their usage? We have paid a lot of attention in the last couple of years to beef up our local ecosystem, both from the consulting partner's perspective as well as technology partner's perspective. We know that our customers, as they use in their service, our services in China, they may want to use many of their familiar tools that they are using internationally. And we have um, spent a lot of efforts bringing on board local and foreign customers to, to help them land their service within China too. And we have also um, work with many of the local providers, they may have unique offerings um, in, the, in the China market, so that our customers have choice in abundance. You have the ability to choose the technology partners or consulting partners you would like to use um, within China. All right, with that, um, I would like to hand over the presentation to a colleague of mine, um, Daiwen, who will walk you through some of the technical best practice um, in launching your application within China. Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Javi, for the detailed and clear introduction to the business part of China region. And uh, my name is Daiwen, and uh, I'm the solutions architect manager in China, helping the global customer um, uh, expand the workload and platform into China. So 
today I will uh, just show some brief steps for you uh, to demo the quickest way to enter the China regions. And first of all, uh, when we get started to use a region, we will talk about the IAM user and policies. And uh, in this part, we should uh, be aware that in China regions, there is no root account or root user, which exists in the, in the uh, global regions commonly. In Ningxia or Beijing region, there is no concept of root or account user or credentials. All users are IAM users, including the users who create your account. And this is, by, this is designed by default. And secondly, uh, the ARN, the Amazon resource name, is different. The syntax is uh, different in the second partition. And you can see the example here. And uh, in the uh, green and the right, red line, in the bottom of the slide, you will see that there's an AWS-CN marketing in red, which is different from the global regions. In global region, the partition is AWS, but in China regions, the syntax is AWS-CN. And these two parts are the most common uh, mistakes that our users in China regions will make uh, when they migrate their tools into China regions. Because if you do not change the account or the, do not change your um, uh, coding or configurations correctly, you will see that there are some errors in your automatic, uh, automated tools. And um, secondly, uh, after we set up the account and after we uh, notice that there's some policies uh, in need of the uh, particular design on um, Synax in the, in the ARN, let's get started to prepare some building blocks. First of all, let's talk about the AMI preparation. Because the, as Javi mentioned, the China region account stack is totally separated from the global regions, so there's no the features like AMI across region copy or snapshot across, across region copy uh, across the global regions and China regions. So uh, if we would like to prepare an AMI, there are typically two ways in here. Uh, first of all, you can still import the VM as an image using a VM import, which is uh, the same way as what you can do in the global regions, because there's the, uh, uh, the method provided in the system, in the uh, migration services, as well as the VM import tools. You can import the VM as an image using, the, using these tools. And uh, secondly, if you do have some AMI that is in need of the migration from the global regions, if the AMI or the operating system is a non-commercial one, for example, this, uh, this is an um, uh, operating system like CentOS, you can still migrate the AMI with a hacking way, in a hacking way, with the Linux to DD, which will just uh, uh, convert the volume, uh, the root volume, uh, into a big file, and then you can transfer the big file from global region to China region, uh, Beijing or Ningxia region, and then you can convert the uh, file back to a volume and uh, just uh, add the volume to back to the uh, back to the virtual machine or the EC2 instances. And that's the part about the AMI preparation. And um, after we get your AMI ready and uh, we run up the uh, EC2 instances we will consider about the ways of, uh, of easy management. So how to manage the EC2 instances or your account stack in a, a stable way? Uh, there, are some, there are two suggestions here. First, uh, you can uh, set up SSH or RDEP workstation for server management. 
And uh, this, uh, this server or this uh, workstation should be placed uh, in, uh, uh, in a near region that is to, uh, in a region that is near to China regions, or you can just uh, set up uh, uh, the set up the workstation in the uh, um, in the United States regions or the APAC regions, because now we have uh, the optimized internet routes from China regions to the APAC regions and the, inter and, and the United States regions. I will cover this, this part uh, in the. Uh, networks, uh, network in a section uh, talking about network, and uh, just as I mentioned, uh, you you may have to set up a proxy with stable or optimized internet for console access, which is also leveraging the optimized internet routes from China regions to the global regions. And thirdly, after we get the AMI prepared and the workstation ready for the daily management or operation, we should consider about the ways to um, make the developer resources easy uh, for easy to access. And um, uh, for example, there are some global resources like the GitHub and uh, Docker Hub that is in need of access uh, from the, uh, your environment in China. And um, as I mentioned, there's the internet, internet optimized routes uh, from China region to the global regions. And there's also some third party uh, services that can provide uh, optimized network access, which can be used in, in the access here. And uh, as, uh, as a, a local alternative, you can also leverage some local, uh, vendors, re, re, local vendor resources or services uh, such as the uh, Dow Cloud, which is a startup providing the uh, Docker Hub-like services in China, and then you needn't um, access the resources outside of China mainland. You can just uh, access the uh, resources in mainland China with with the least latency, and that's the whole building blocks now that is. Um, uh, mentioned again and again when the user gets getting started to use the China regions. And another part about um, uh, technical practice is the automation. We need to automate the um, uh, deployment and automate the conversion with uh, the command line and the SDK. And uh, it is a good news that the China region supports the exactly the same SDK and command line as you are using in the global regions. For example, in the first item, I just list, give the example of the URLs that you can see. It is exactly the same in the global regions. But if you are using or setting up these tools, you should be aware that the Beijing region and Ninja region are using different um, Alias in the, uh, for the region name, uh, and uh, we should make it correct in the configuration of these tools and your SDK so that it can it can work uh, normally. And uh, specifically, when you just examine the configuration in details, you will find that the endpoint is uh, different in China regions from the global regions because there's a dot cn suffix added to, appended to the um, to the uh, domain name. So you can see that uh, taking the Beijing region, for example, uh, for example, you are accessing a service called XYZ, and then the endpoint will become the XYZ.cn-north-1, which is the alias of Beijing region, and then 
.amazonaws.com and then appended by the .cn. That is the whole endpoint that is available in China for the uh, service access. And please be aware that for the new regions, including the China, including the China regions, um, Signature V4 is the only uh, signature version that is uh, supported, which means if you, are, if you have any open source tools or self-made tools that is still using Signature V2, please uh, replace the Signature V2 to, uh, with Signature V4 to access the China regions uh, smoothly. And by the way, in the global regions, there is also a public roadmap in the, in the field that all the uh, signature for the, uh, all the, all the signature algorithm for the endpoints access will be upgraded to signature v4. So please upgrade the signature version as soon as possible. And in addition to the um, uh, self-made tools and uh, automation platforms, you can also leverage some global partners that is mentioned by Java to uh, get your uh, account uh, set up uh, smoothly. For example, we have the um, uh, uh, partners uh, solutions from Tableau for the big data um, uh, big data uh, services or platform built. We have Palo Alto for the next generation firewall. We also have the Fortinet for the IPS and the firewall offerings. And uh, we also have the um, Barracuda for the uh, WAF. And uh, all the, all the uh, uh, solutions from the listed uh, global partners are available in China. And uh, you can just contact your account manager or just uh, fi send a mail to the uh, contacts that we mentioned to um, set up to require the, uh, the uh, global partner services in China. Okay, I go through several points about the basic services and the uh, partner solutions. And finally, I think many of you may be, may be interested there is the, about the network because uh, this is the most uh, uh, interesting part when we uh, talk about the uh, connection between the China regions and global regions. And I will go through this part in details for you to uh, cover the um, uh, various scenarios. First of all, let's have a review about the scenarios we may get or we may access in the daily work. In the first column, I just uh, uh, give a list of the, men of the typical scenarios. And uh, I also uh, list two typical um, solutions, uh, including the, uh, the internet connection and the private connection, which will be, um, uh, made, which will be um, accomplished by the direct connect services. And um, first, about the management. Just as I mentioned, if you are setting up a workstation or set an, setting up um, a proxy to access the EC2 instances in China regions or the console in China regions, you can use the internet connection. This internet connection can be provided by the optimized uh, internet routes, which is done by AWS infrastructure network team and it is also can be done by the third party vendors, and I will cover this part later. And uh, um, the bulk data migration, for example, in the initial setup for China region, you may have a P2 
PV level or TV level data to migrate from or to replicate from your region in United States or Europe or APAC to China. So the internet connection is still a very good option because after this initial migration, you do not need a connection anymore and you just need a, a small bandwidth or a stable as small bandwidth. Um, and uh, about the developer resources, as I mentioned, you can still use the internet connection, which is optimized or accelerated to access the resources in the global regions or in the global sites. But in terms of the critical production, for example, the database replication or some very critical uh, workload interaction between the China regions and global regions, it is necessary to build up a private connection with direct connect with this line. I will cover this part later. And um, uh, yeah, the database replication is also a part of the critical production, and uh, I just um, listed separately here to emphasize it. And uh, finally, about the cross-region application, if it is uh, HTTPS-based uh, interaction, the internet connection is okay to go, but if uh, you that your application do not have any retry or fault-oriented mechanism, it is necessary to build up a private connection with Direct Connect. So, uh, as I mentioned several times just now, uh, there's um, optimized internet routes between the China region and the global regions. Uh, so let's go through this in details. In the left-hand left hand side of this slide, you, be, you can see that there's the Ninja and Beijing region, these are China regions. And in the right hand, you can see that there's a regions in the United States or Singapore or Tokyo. And uh, there are some uh, white, uh, white uh, ISP network and white lines in the middle, which refers to the internet routes provided by the uh, service provi uh, internet service providers. So um, before we did the optimization, you can see that if you send a packet from uh, EC2 in China region, for example, in Beijing region, to the uh, EC2 in the uh, United States regions, for example, in Oregon, the packets will just flow through the China SP network for internet, and then it will be handed over to another ISP, and maybe it will be handed over to the third ISP, and, I, and then finally to the uh, Amazon network in United States, and then packets just flow through to the uh, EC2 of, of, of Oregon. However, this is not optimized, right? So the, there will be some latency, variable latency, and there will be packet loss. So, to mitigate this issue, there's a very good work that is done by AWS infrastructure team. We just um, made a, a direct peering in internet with the China ISP. Currently, it is the China te Telecom. You can see that if we send a packet now from the Beijing region to the uh, EC2 incidences in United States regions or Singapore or Tokyo, you can see that the packets will flow out of Beijing region and then into the backbone uh, of the China Telecom ISP network. It's the internet, please, please be aware of this. And then it will be directly flow into the Amazon network. So in China, we peer with the China Telecom internet networks. And in the global regions, we also did the peering. 
So if we send a packets from China region to the global regions, you can see that the packets will just flow through the China telecom internet backbone and then to the other side. So the latency will be um, the latency will be guaranteed, uh, sorry, the latency is optimized, and uh, it is still the internet, so the latency is not guaranteed, but the latency is already optimized a lot, and uh, so does the packet loss. And this is our great work that is done by the AWS direct pairing with the China SPs. And we are still uh, developing this uh, network further. So, in terms of the critical workload, all the um, um, database replication, as I mentioned, um, then it, it needs the private connection, and I will cover the private, private connection in the following slides. About this slide, this slide is still about the optimized internet. So what's the difference between this optimized internet and the, uh, and the previous slides? The previous slides uh, is, showing, is, is, is showing the um, optimized routes that is done by AWS and uh, the uh, China SP. But however, there are some still uh, requirements about some guarantee about the internet routes uh, or internet packet loss. And uh, there, are some, there are still some regions that is not covered by the optimization in the previous slides. So to um, help the customer that is using the regions that, that are not covered or help the customer that is requiring uh, guaranteed uh, services. So we just uh, introduced the, um, a value-added service that is provided by uh, China Telecom. In this, this diagram is showing the China Telecom uh, service that is uh, providing the uh, value-added um, uh, optimization to the internet. In the left hand, you can see that there's the China users. It's not a region, right? These are end users. So in the right hand, that is the uh, AWS region. For example, taking the uh, AWS, Japan, uh, AWS Tokyo region, for example. The China Telecom data center is, is standing in the middle. And, uh, the, telecom, the China Telecom data center is connecting to your VPC via a VPN or private connection. And then it will convert your private IP to a public IP that is owned by China Telecom. Please be aware that this public IP is um, announced into the China internet with a very fast routes, which is done by China Telecom. So that this, uh, this public IP can be accessed by all the China and users smoothly with low latency and low packet loss. And this solution is adopted by the uh, blockchain customers a lot uh, in um, uh, 2018, and uh, so does uh, uh, the, the customers having the requirements to providing the China user a fast access to the global regions. But the difference is that in the previous slides, with AWS have the optimization done in the underlying network, the charting model is still based on the uh, common charting model. For example, you, it, it is transparent to the end users. But in this slides, the, the customer have to do a separate contract with uh, China Telecom for the value-added services. So these two parts are the um, China 
internet optimization for the region-to-region -region and end-user-to-region scenarios. So in terms of the uh, critical workload and the database replication, we need the private connection with low latency with guaranteed SLA, with um, uh, guaranteed uh, uh, packet loss, and um, here is the solution. This solution is set up based on the direct connect services. So in the left hand, you can see that there's a VPC in Ninja or Beijing region. It's in the China region. And in the right hand, you can see there's the VPC in Tokyo region, in Oregon region, and in Singapore region. I take these three regions for three different scenarios. And in the middle, you can see a white cloud that is the MPLS or SD-WAN provided by and provided by the service providers. And typically, this is the direct connect partner of AWS. And this slides, I just take the China Mobile uh, International, for example, in this case, because we have already set up a very good relationship and uh, very good uh, facilities with China Mobile. And uh, it can provide you the private connections in less than one week. Um, here you can see also another icon that is in a, uh, in a, in a uh, dash line of a circle. That is the direct connect location in Hong Kong. And this direct connect location is very critical for you to connect the China regions to the global regions because the China Mobile International has already set up the facilities in the, uh, China, in the Beijing regions, in the regions, and the uh, Hong Kong direct connect location. So, uh, uh, so the, when you connect the China region to the global regions, for example, if you would like to connect to all the global regions, we can leverage the newly uh, launched service called uh, Direct Connect Gateway. So which means as long as you connect the Beijing region via the uh, Beijing uh, Direct Connect location to the Hong Kong Direct Connect location via the, uh, via the China Mobile uh, private line, you, will, you can uh, get a VPC in Beijing region connected to any other VPCs in your global regions. Because when you're getting connected to the Hong Kong, Hong Kong uh, direct location with a direct connect, direct connect gateway service, you can connect to any other uh, VPCs in the global, global regions. However, sometimes you can see that uh, the, the routes uh, in the a global backbone of AWS is controlled by AWS. And sometimes if you would like to choose another route, maybe in, uh, that is dependent on the AWS. So in that scenario, if you would like to control your routes, for example, if you would like to um, connect the VPC in Beijing to a VPC in Tokyo region with your own cho chosen routes, you may still leverage the uh, existing uh, routes or existing links that is provided by the uh, service provider. For example, you can still connect the um, uh, Beijing uh, VPC uh, with the China mobile private line all the way along to the uh, uh, Tokyo region uh, direct locations to get the VPC in Beijing region connected up with the VPC in Tokyo region. And, uh, this is the, 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 the two scenarios. 
And above them, uh, you can see that there's still a, a line connecting the uh, Hong Kong direct, direct connect location uh, to the VPCs in Singapore region. That is, um, um, that is a hint uh, telling everybody that originally the direct location in Hong Kong was attached to the Singapore region. But now, with an uh, AWS direct, direct Connect Gateway launched, Hong Kong direct location can be connected to anywhere, uh, in, uh, can, can be connected to the any location in the um, uh, AWS uh, backbone to, to any uh, regions. And that's uh, all for the um, scenarios that is can um, be done by the uh, AWS Direct Connect along with the uh, China uh, mobile internet, uh, international uh, backbone and, uh, uh, and uh, private line networks. So you can, uh, so I, I can uh, pause here and uh, you can see that we are, connect, we are cooperating with the top service providers, China Telecom and China Unicom uh, and uh, China Mobile in all the network parts to guarantee that the solution is fully uh, compliant to the regulatories and um, is fully guaranteed in terms of the packet loss and latency. So finally, um, if you still have any uh, questions about the uh, channel regions, there are FAQ and um, uh, some comparison and the region service tables uh, in the first three links. And uh, if you would like to set up uh, an account, and uh, you can uh, check the fourth link. And uh, uh, just like the uh, global regions, after you're getting a China region account and uh, get your workload running in a re region, if you would like to check the health dashboard, there's still a China, China region da uh, health da dashboard for the service health. And that's all for the technical practice sharing. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, at the end, I would like to hand it back to uh, Javi for the summary and the closing. Thank you. Thanks, Taiwan. Thanks for providing a very detailed um, explanations about the uh, best practice of lending inside China. If you have done any um, infrastructure work or lending any solution application inside China before, you realize that networking is indeed one of the hardest part. The good news is we have resolved many of those um, connectivity challenges for customers. So be it whether you want to run it, want to run an application within China, or you may still want to run an application from outside of China, but want to improve the performance for your users inside, or you want to have a much better QoS-controlled um, connectivity environment, similar to a third example that Darwin has sharing. You find that you have the ability to do it all from, um, from um, the application you run within the China region. So with that, we have concluded our presentation today. We, I hope you find it to be, to be helpful. And if you have further questions, um, Darwin and I will stay around in the, in the front stage today to answer questions on a one-on-one -on -one basis. At the same time, please remember to visit us at the China booth at AWS Village. We will have colleagues available all day taking schedules to, um, to answer your further questions if you have any. Do give us a feedback from the, um, from the apps, and I hope you found the session to be helpful. And enjoy the rest of the reInvent. Thank you.